I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Are you looking to start a crowdfund but don't know where to begin? We're guiding you through what you need to know to make your campaign a success. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic's B-Sides. We're your hosts, music web designer Ross Barbersmith from Scotland. And I'm singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Marcio Novelli from Canada. We are going to be talking about crowdfunding. You know, things like when it's appropriate to run a crowdfunding campaign, what you should offer as rewards for contributors, and how to ask your audience for support. Yeah, I think that for many artists, the thought of crowdfunding can be overwhelming and uh, it can be tough to know where to start. There's definitely a few challenges mm-hmm. involved in crowdfunding. One being, you know, how much to actually ask for. Mm. Uh, you know, how much you need to raise for whichever project you're funding. And the other being, you know, how to ask for it and generate support from your audience. And I think for the purpose of this episode, we'll maybe, we'll, we'll be talking about crowdfunding an album as the working example, yeah. just to kind of keep things simple. Let's just talk about how much to raise. As an artist that's done two crowdfunding campaigns in the past for my last two albums, <laughs> Ross will tell you, this is, the, this is the one thing that I like struggle about the most is just like how much to ask for you know obviously you work out your budget and everything but with certain platforms if you don't reach your goal you don't get any of it so you kind of have to gauge between okay how much do i need but how much do i think i can i can i can uh, actually raise this is where you have to kind of put your business hat on if you've already recorded an album you can probably use that as a guideline for how much you would need to record it but you know keep in mind there's more to record an album you also have to market it you have to if you're making any physical copies on cd or vinyl you have to look into that Uh, If you're going to, if you're promising any shirts as rewards, you know, there's a lot of different things to look into. Yeah. So, I mean, if you haven't recorded an album before or run a crowdfunding campaign before, maybe reach out to other musicians that you know that have done Mm -hmm. or call around studios and merch companies and all those different people to get the, you know, to try and get as many accurate costs in advance as possible. Because I guess one of the worst things would be to crowdfund for an amount that's not enough. You know, you've hit 100% of the goal that you set, but it's actually not enough. Because then, you know, you have to either refund those people or do another crowdfunding campaign. So mm-hmm. it's definitely important before you do anything, plan ahead and know how much you need to make that project happen um, so that you know what those initial targets are going to be and you can set them appropriately. Our friend Ariel Hyatt uh, joined us to talk about crowdfunding a while ago. She made a really good point about uh, thinking about how much you can raise from people you already know. I think we've spoken about crowdfunding with a few different people and, and a point mm-hmm. that a few of them have made is that crowdfunding itself doesn't give you an audience. Yeah. It's, it's very much dependent on the audience that you already have. And I think uh, this was echoed by Amanda Palmer when we spoke with her recently as well, it's, it's all about being realistic with the audience that you already have and thinking about how much you can expect them to contribute, whether that's 50 people, 100 people, 500 people. Everyone's different. So you have to be thinking realistically and what is achievable with the people that you already know. Yeah, and don't underestimate how much 50 people can help you. Um, yeah. But, you know, once you've worked out how much you're looking to raise, you should think about which platform you'd like to use because there are a lot out there. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of them. I mean, like we touched on earlier, some offer an all or nothing kind of campaign where, you know, you have to raise all the money or you don't get anything. Others will let you keep whatever you raise regardless of whether you hit your target or not. So that's probably something to think about as well, whether, you know, which of those is going to be most suitable for you. Some will take a percentage of the raise amount as well. So that's probably something also to think 
about and factor into your budget. Yeah, that's a good point, Ross. I we don't. I think they all actually take a percentage. Some take more than others. Sometimes it's worth it when they yeah. take a little more because they're a lot. They're a lot more interactive with you. The actual platform. I've used two in the past, and one was kind of an all for nothing thing. What I mean, if if you don't reach your goal, you just don't get as much of your goal. They take a higher percentage. Right. Mm-hmm. Another one I've done was uh, it's not an all for nothing. It really just depends on on what you like. For for me, the reason I didn't do an all for nothing the latest time, it's not because I didn't think we could reach our target. In fact, we had a two month campaign. We hit our target in three days, which blew my mind. One hundred percent three days. Um, it was more so I just didn't need the added stress of worrying about not reaching my target because I did it as I was entering the studio, which was stressful enough. Because I will say, having the all for nothing thing, if you do have an audience, it does encourage people to, to you know, not they, they want to see this album happen. And they see that you're at like 99% and it's like an hour or two. They might actually, you know, buy something again just to help you reach that 100%. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, exactly. That However, if it's not an all for nothing thing, someone's not going to do that. You know, but you really have to gauge what your audience is like, I think. And uh, follow a little bit of instinct on this, but also like Russ said, put your business hat on. Actually, I said that. Put your business <laughs> hat on and just think about what's going to work best for you. Um, it's, kind of, it's a real balancing act, you know, between, you know, how much you're willing to risk and also, you know, what you what sort of following you think that you have realistically that's good i mean i think ultimately the choice is up to you as an artist which one you want to use yeah so do your research speak to other people who've run crowdfunding campaigns see what they recommend see what you think is going to work best for you Mm. and you know and go with that but anyways once you've decided on the platform and how much you want to raise which like we said is some the most difficult thing to do uh, you want to start thinking about the incentives you can offer to people who support your campaign yeah and i think that's kind of where things get really interesting because you can become really creative and um and yeah, you can start offering things that they're not going to be able to get anywhere else. Yeah, this is, I think, uh, you really have to think about your audience here. So it really depends on who follows what you do. Um, if you're mostly getting friends and family to help you, I don't think they really care about like a meet and greet. You know, <laughs> you know but if you if you have uh, people who aren't friends or family that are into your music, um, I think that's just a whole different thing. But ha- having said that, have things for everyone. You know what I mean? Well, you can't please everyone. However, have a few different options is what I'm trying to say. I think one good way to determine what items to offer can be asking your audience, uh, you know, what kind of stuff that they would actually like. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do that by like running a poll on Facebook or Twitter, or even just simply asking people to say, hey, comment, what would you, what would you, what would encourage you to support the new album? What can I make for you? that you won't get anywhere else. So other than having actual rewards, you know, things that people actually get, I think there's also experiences that that are part of this. Also make sure to do tons of updates and those kind of things that people can only get by supporting you in your new in yeah. your new release. The next task, again, another challenging part, is how to communicate your need for support to your audience. Mm-hmm. Um who for the most part probably don't realize the kind of costs that go into making music and releasing music. Yeah, I think um, it's the part that uh, artists tend to struggle with the most. It's really about making your audience feel involved and that you're getting something in return rather mm-hmm. than just you asking for money and not giving them something in return. When you just ask people for something, people don't want to... I don't know, I, I feel like that you just feel needy. You, know I mean? you want to make it a very experiential kind of thing, very exclusive, um, so they feel like... They're appreciated, that their support is appreciated. I think when I started realizing that my crowdfunding slash pre-order campaign um, for the new album wasn't just about me, it was about what, you know, once you switch your your thoughts to how can I offer something to people that they can't get anywhere. Because at first, you know, it's like, okay, I need this money to make this album. You know, I need this, you know, me, 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 me. Once I flipped that, flipped on that and thought, okay, well, 
maybe if I make it about them, what can I offer them that they want, you know, so badly that they'll actually contribute and help me out. So put them first, you know, that's where my mindset is now. And uh, I think that's where Ross and I are going on Bridge Atlantic here. It's like, what can we offer people that they want to support us back with? You know, that's where it needs to start, I think. Definitely. It has to be a two-way relationship. Mm -hmm. It's not all about asking. You have to give back. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, the rewards you offer are part of that, but it's also about how you ask as well. Yeah. um, Amanda Palmer made a really good point in our recent interview uh, with her that uh, the best way to ask someone uh, is to make them feel comfortable saying no. Like really make them feel comfortable saying no because you can go a really aggressive route where you like tell me you really need the money or you can kind of passive aggressively ask them, you know, and either way, like if the person doesn't feel like they can say no without you getting mad at them, then they're, I don't know, that it's just not a good feeling to put on someone. So if you haven't checked out the interview, I definitely suggest you do so because might I even say that she's like the queen of crowdfunding? <laughs> Yeah, considering I mean, she's, could say that. she's also on yeah. Patreon and she's rocking it. She's totally rocking yeah. it. She is. Uh, she was the first artist to raise a million dollars on Kickstarter. So she definitely knows how to do a successful campaign. Definitely keep things personal, keep things real, um, especially, you know, if you're wanting to build a relationship with your audience. And that's really the way things are going. And I think the, the final thing we should say about crowdfunding is um, make sure you fulfill your crowdfund so you know um the the best way to completely lose your entire audience is to do a crowdfund and then disappear for you know that's it and and don't give them the album that that they deserve you may take a while like for me it's taken quite a while to finish the album in a year and a half actually it's a very long time after a crowdfund campaign but i i think my audience understands i've communicated that with them you know i've been very open about that but don't just disappear you know what i mean you have to let people know what's going on as long as they know you didn't just take their money and run communication is key i mean if yeah. you, you know make sure you keep your promises if you can't keep them to the time scale that you said that you would yeah. just let people know yeah, what's going on it. keep them involved because uh you know transparency is definitely important yeah i think that's, that's a good place for us to wrap up yeah. people can find us marcio on twitter facebook instagram itunes and youtube um visit our website and pick up one of our shirts while you're there too and this is where we we sound all um sports anchorish when i'm like this episode was brought to you by social surge all links are in the show notes so please check them out because what do they do ross they help to keep the show Ooh, you're holding it long enough. I like that. And if you would like to sponsor the show, visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube and iTunes so you don't miss any episodes. And leave us a comment and let us know what you think of the show. All right, guys, that's it for B-Sides. Yeah, we'll see you then. Bye. And I'm singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist, Marcelo Novelli. <laughs> Oh, my own fucking name. Oh, my God. Marcio Novelli from Canada. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.